0: Hey folks, hope you are doing great. In today's blog we will be learning about value investing. Before beginning our today's discussion if you haven't subscribed us, please do the same, as we try our best to deliver the financial knowledge to you. So, without any further ado let's begin our today's topic of discussion. We go where there is value, not where everyone else goes. Sometimes the best value is where no one else is at. Value investing means to invest on those stock which are trading below their book value or intrinsic value. The concept of value investing is simple knowing the true value of something can save you a lot of money. Consider this example, suppose you want to purchase new clothes, but on every e-commerce site you find it quite overpriced. And then comes the Black Friday sale, whereby you saw same piece of cloth at a quite lower price and for a fact you know that once this sale is gone, you will never find it at such an attractive price, so you purchase that cloth at a sale, and once the price of that cloth goes up, the amount that you saved, is your profit. This is what exactly value investing is, you are purchasing any stock by seeing its financials and fundamentals and you know for a fact that the company's stock price is trading below its intrinsic value, so you purchased, company's stock, and now you will wait till its stock price comes to intrinsic value, which will give you good profits. Thus, value investing is the process of doing detective work to find these secret sales on stocks and buying them at a discount compared to how the market values them. In return for buying and holding these value stocks for the long term, investors can be rewarded handsomely. Consider this example, if a stock is worth $100 and you buy it for $66, you'll make a profit of $34 simply by waiting for the stock's price to rise to the $100 true value. On top of that, the company might grow and become more valuable, giving you a chance to make even more money. If the stock's price rises to $110, you'll make $44 since you bought the stock on sale. If you had purchased it at its full price of $100, you would only make a $10 profit. Now you might be wondering what is intrinsic value and how can we calculate any company's intrinsic value? Intrinsic value is a combination of using financial analysis such as studying a company's financial performance, revenue, earnings, cash flow, free cash flow, and profit as well as fundamental factors, including the company's brand, business model, target market, and competitive advantage. Some metrics used to calculate a company's intrinsic value includes Price to Book (PB) or Book Value, which measures the value of a company's assets and compares them to the stock price. If the price is lower than the value of the assets, the stock is undervalued, assuming the company is not in financial hardship. Price to Earning PE, which shows the company's track record for earnings to determine if the stock price is not reflecting all of the earnings or is undervalued. Free Cash Flow which is the cash generated from a company's revenue or operations after the costs of expenditures have been subtracted. Free cash flow is the cash remaining after expenses have been paid, including operating expenses and large purchases called capital expenditures, which is the purchase of assets like equipment or upgrading a manufacturing plant. If a company is generating free cash flow, it'll have money left over to invest in the future of the business, pay off debt, pay dividends or rewards to shareholders, and issue share buybacks. Of course, there are many other metrics used in the analysis, including analyzing debt, equity, sales, and revenue growth. After reviewing these metrics, the value investor can decide to purchase shares if the comparative value the stock's current price vis-à-vis its company's intrinsic worth is attractive enough. Value investors actively ferret out stocks they think the stock market is underestimating. They believe the market overreacts to good and bad news, resulting in stock price movements that do not correspond to a company's long-term fundamentals. The overreaction offers an opportunity to profit by buying stocks at discounted prices on sale. Value investors require some room for error in their estimation of value, and they often set their own margin of safety, based on their particular risk tolerance. The margin of safety principle, one of the keys to successful value investing, is based on the premise that buying stocks at bargain prices gives you a better chance at earning a profit later when you sell them. The margin of safety also makes you less likely to lose money if the stock doesn't perform as you had expected. Value Investors Never the Herd Value investors possess many characteristics of constraints they don't follow the herd. Not only do they reject the efficient market hypothesis, but when everyone else is buying, they're often selling or standing back. When everyone else is selling, they're buying or holding. Value investors don't buy trendy stocks, because they're typically overpriced. Instead, they invest in companies that aren't household names if the financials check out. They also take a second look at stocks that are household names when those stocks' prices have plummeted, believing such companies can recover from setbacks if their fundamentals remain strong and their products and services still have quality. Value investors only care about a stock's intrinsic value. They think about buying a stock for what it actually is, a percentage of ownership in a company. They want to own companies that they know have sound principles and sound financials, regardless of what everyone else is saying or doing. Estimating the true intrinsic value of a stock involves some financial analysis but also involves a fair amount of subjectivity meaning at times, it can be more of an art than a science. Two different investors can analyze the exact same valuation data on a company and arrive at different decisions. Some investors, who look only at existing financials, don't put much faith in estimating future growth. Other value investors focus primarily on a company's future growth potential and estimated cash flows. And some do both. One thing to note here is, value investment gurus, Warren Buffet and Peter Lynch, who ran Fidelity Investments Magellan Fund for several years are both known for analyzing financial statements and looking at valuation multiples, in order to identify cases where the market has mispriced stocks. Despite different approaches, the underlying logic of value investing is to purchase assets for less than they are currently worth, hold them for the long term, and profit when they return to the intrinsic value or above. It doesn't provide instant gratification. You can't expect to buy a stock for $50 on Monday and sell it for $100 on Friday. Instead, you may have to wait years before your stock investments pay off, and you will occasionally lose money. The good news is that, for most investors, long-term capital gains are taxed at a lower rate than short-term investment gains. Like all investment strategies, you must have the patience and diligence to stick with your investment philosophy. Some stocks you might want to buy because the fundamentals are sound, but you'll have to wait if it's overpriced. You'll want to buy the stock that is most attractively priced at that moment. And if no stocks meet your criteria, you'll have to sit and wait and let your cash sit idle until an opportunity arises. Sometimes people invest irrationally based on psychological biases rather than market fundamentals. When a specific stock's price is rising or when the overall market is rising, they buy. They see that if they had invested 12 weeks ago, they could have earned 15% by now, and they develop a fear of missing out (FOMO). Conversely, When a stock's price is falling or when the overall market is declining, loss aversion compels people to sell their stocks. So instead of keeping their losses on paper and waiting for the market to change directions, they accept a certain loss by selling. Such investor behavior is so widespread that it affects the prices of individual stocks, exacerbating both upward and downward market movements creating excessive moves. Look beyond what you're hearing in the news. You may find really great investment opportunities in undervalued stocks that may not be on people's radars like small caps or even foreign stocks. Most investors want in on the next big thing such as a technology startup instead of a boring, established consumer durables manufacturer. Now I would like to discuss some value investing strategies. The key to buying an undervalued stock is to thoroughly research the company and make common sense decisions. Value investor Christopher H. Brown recommends asking if a company is likely to increase its revenue via the following methods. Raising prices on products. Increasing sales figures. Decreasing expenses. Selling off or closing down unprofitable divisions. Brown also suggests studying a company's competitors to evaluate its future growth prospects. But the answers to all of these questions tend to be speculative, without any real supportive numerical data. Simply to put, There are no quantitative software programs yet available to help achieve these answers, which makes value stock investing somewhat of a grand guessing game. For this reason, Warren Buffett recommends investing only in industries you have personally worked in, or whose consumer goods you are familiar with, like cars, clothes, appliances, and food. One thing investor can do is choose the stocks of companies that sell high-demand products and services. While it's difficult to predict when innovative new products will capture market share, It's easy to gauge how long a company has been in business and study how it has adapted to challenges over time. Only this is not enough, you must look for insiders, now you might be wondering what or who are these insiders, for our purposes, insiders are the company's senior managers and directors, plus any shareholders who own at least 10% of the company's stock. A company's managers and directors have unique knowledge about the companies they run, so if they are purchasing its stock, it's reasonable to assume that the company's prospects look favorable. Likewise, investors who own at least 10% of a company's stock wouldn't have bought so much if they didn't see profit potential. Conversely, a sale of stock by an insider doesn't necessarily point to bad news about the company's anticipated performance. The insider might simply need cash for any number of personal reasons. Nonetheless, if mass sell-offs are occurring by insiders, such a situation may warrant further in-depth analysis of the reason behind the sale. Thus, these were some of the things you need to check as a value investor. So, finally we have come to an end of our today's content. Hope you have enjoyed and learned as well as added some sort of knowledge. If you enjoyed our today's content then make sure to give a follow to us as it will motivate us to work hard and deliver more amazing content to you. Happy learning, happy investing. This is Finance with Batra. Financially departing you.